Today on City Wrestling Radio, Carmelo Hayes has his sights set on the NXT title. We take a look at Vengeance Day 2023. Roman Reigns is set to have a zany detour on his road to WrestleMania. And another name has been announced for Bloodsport 9. We're going to take a look at the huge list of shows happening during Mania Weekend. All that and more today on City Wrestling Radio. Hey, what's going on? Welcome back to another fabulous, wonderful, spectacular episode of City Wrestling Radio. I'm your host, Corey Smith, being joined by my co-host, the man you all need to start your week off, a, a, a daily dose of Mr. Jose Oseguera. How's it going, everybody? I'm a little bummed. Uh-oh. I'm a little bummed. Well, uh-oh. Because Why is that? Two reasons. Uh, number one reason is WWE 2K and AEW Fight Forever. These oh. guys haven't contacted me yet to review the product. They haven't sent me their uh, exclusive copies. I haven't gotten any information over the mail or email. I, I'm waiting, guys. Whenever you feel like sending those video games over, PS4, let me know. And we'll get this review going. They actually have a ton of PS4. Like, yeah, dude, we'll send you like three PS4 copies. It's fine. Take them. And there's three of us, so that works out. Uh, except Perfect. Michael, he has a PS5. So. Uh, yeah, that guy has all the latest toys. <laughs> no, uh, but you know, I I think they do like a yearly for the 2K games. They do those yearly like um, they bring people out to like the performance center, mm-hmm. and then they usually like show off the game, and then like you can interview. I don't know, like one year it was like Sasha Banks when she was in NXT. One year it was the street prop, mostly NXT people. Like you could probably right. interview Fallon Henley. Everybody that's easily accessible at the performance center. Yeah. Wendy Chu, you know? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'll keep my opinion to myself on that one. It's not her fault. She's great. No, no, no I'm sure she's great. She Well, she used to be a thousand year old woman and now she's just napping in a car. I, I swear this, this, it reeks of wow. You know, uh, that show on KBHK 44, Cable 12. Uh, oh, Women of Wrestling. I actually, yeah. no, I haven't watched it. Yeah. But it's isn't a, it, it's it's done by the same people, I believe, that did uh, Glow, right? It uh, it has the same feels. Everything yeah. feels very glowy. Except in 2021 20, or 2023. God, how old am I? You lost a couple years there. <sighs> Well, nonetheless, uh, let's get into it because we got a lot to talk about today. Uh, We're just going to kick it off. We're going to run down Vengeance Day. You know, not going to go through the entire card, but or I'll go through the entire card, but I'm not going to give, you know, all that full detail of the show. You guys don't need play by play. Uh, But overall, it it was a, a decent show. It was back to its kind of original NXT takeover format. Uh, and what I mean by that is that it was in a building with a huge crowd, which was great. Guys, give me any reason to watch. Please give me a reason to watch. And, uh, you know, it, it felt like an actual, like I said, takeover. The only uh, one of the downsides is that it didn't have that surprise like NXT. Like, oh, my God, is that Dragon Lee in the front row? Oh, my mm-hmm. God, who is that? Yeah. Keith Lee? No, none of that. So, but whatever, it's fine. Uh, speaking of which, Dragon Lee is uh, 
working on uh, visa issues. Uh, but no, I'm not going to talk. Uh, we don't. We didn't start the Vengeance Day with Dragon Lee nor Keith Lee, but their younger brother Wesley. Uh, he defe- he defended his NXT North American title against Dijak, who. I don't know if you saw the pictures from this after the match, Jose. Did you see his finger? No. Bent to the side. Yikes. Oh, yeah. Uh, It was funny, though, because Dijected, he has this whole uh, 1980s Terminator thing going on. But at the same time, it's like this. uh, It's like if um, Hans Gruber meets the Terminator meets... um, God, I, I, uh, this is a guy from Rocky. I will crush you. Uh, Ivan Drago. Yeah, just mix all three of those together. And you got Dijak right there. All right. <laughs> so uh, he came out to this. Uh, he came out in all black and white, which was uh, kind of like, all right, are you, is, is Karrion Cross okay with this? Because he has reserve on the black and white motif. Yeah, but he's fine. Just saying. Uh, the, the, the paycheck speaks louder than words. Uh, the match did uh, eventually end uh, when uh, eventually, uh, what do you call it? Dijak came off the top rope. Lee delivered a super kick to Dijak, leading to a handspring Pele kick for the pin and the win. So overall, good start to the match. Uh, next, the NXT women's tag team match, which uh, saw Fallon Henley and Kiana James, accompanied by Brooks Jensen and Josh Briggs, defeat Katana Chance and Caden Carter to win the titles. Although the match was impressive athletically, it did uh, lack, lack a little bit of cohesion. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, this is developmental. Uh, the match started with Carter and James in the ring, uh, but soon disrupted by Jensen at ringside. Eventually it led to uh, a bunch of near falls. James and Henley were able to hit eventually an assistant Mishinoku driver for another near fall. The champions attempted their finisher, but James uh, shoved chance that's katana chance off the rope allowing henley to roll up carter and uh james holding carter's feet down they won the titles uh so i mean hey good on them uh for winning these titles they have been pitted uh as this tag team who don't like each other mm-hmm. um you know was it not fallon henley but what's the other one's name i get it it's right here in front of me and i can't pull it up uh kiana james <laughs> You know, she's uh, apparently trying to screw over. Uh, was it one of the Briggs or Jensen? I can't. I, I can never tell which one's which. That's the thing about NXT is like they have these names and you watch them and you're like, "That's Josh Briggs and Brooks Jensen." And you're they're, like, "They're they're very generic names, right?" You're like, "What? Which ones? Which ones? Who?" Yeah, like, Briggs, Brooks, Brooks, Briggs. I'm like, oh, okay, I, I don't know, but whatever." Yeah, you think these names right now are placeholders? Right. Who, who, uh, Keanu? It feels like the whole division, they all their names are placeholders until uh-huh. they make it to the main stage and then they're going to get like a whole makeover. Well, I mean, like these, that's the thing is like you don't see people getting too much of a makeover anymore on the main roster. And mm-hmm. then again, um, you haven't really seen anyone get called up yet yeah. on Triple H's. It's totally a, a rookie, rookie crew. Yeah. Uh, after that, we had Carmelo Hayes defeating uh, Apollo Crews in a. Uh, two out of three falls match, which uh, had Carmelo Hayes win two nothing upon Apollo Cruz. Damn, how the mighty have fallen. Well, you know, I just I don't know what they're doing with Apollo. I mean, maybe he's just like, hey, I'm cool with a paycheck. You know, mm-hmm. that's fine. Um, it's just 
I don't they know. never really figured it out. You know, if if anybody is going to be benefiting from independent bookings, is this guy? Yeah. Um, so despite both wrestlers receiving special entrances and the match having that big match feel, uh, the crowd really didn't get into it, and uh, it kind of peaked at okay. Uh, the first fall saw Hayes win after locking in a crossface, making Cruz tap out. The second fall, uh, both wrestlers were knocked out of the ring, but Hayes managed to gain the advantage and win with a diving leg drop. Uh, after the match, uh, Daba Kato, you remember him, right? Daba, yes. Yeah, uh, Commander Aziz, uh, what do you call it? Apollo Crews' former right-hand man, came yeah. in and attacked Apollo Crews after the match. So there is that. Hmm. <laughs> oh, fun. Uh, NXT Stand and Deliver announced for Saturday, April 1st. So we'll talk a little bit about that at the end of the show, WrestleMania weekend. You know, Dragon Lee should be there by then. I will be very interested to see what's going on. Uh, in the NXT Tag Team title match, Gallus emerged as as the victorious party after defeating the New Day, Pretty Deadly, and Chase U. Uh, it was just nonstop energy. That's the thing. It's like you had eight guys in there just going nonstop. You had the New Day in there. It, it was pretty high-paced match. Uh, the match started with Kingston and Prince, followed by Woods blind tagging in, chopping Prince down. Pretty deadly, isolated Woods in the corner. But Kingston got the hot tag and ran wild. The New Day hit their finisher, but a, bra- a brawl broke out on the floor. Gallus tried to put Chase through a table, but Hudson ended up saving him. Gallus sent Hudson through the announcer's table, which led to uh, Kofi Kingston getting cut off Kofi Kingston cutting off another tag move, uh, but pretty deadly caught him on a dive and hit spilled milk on the floor. Woods isolated by Gallus and they spilled hit the milk. double power slam and win. I think spilled milk is the perfect name for pretty deadly. Yeah. Uh, because they are fabulous. My girlfriend hates pretty deadly. Really? Like she hates them. She just <laughs> does not. And I don't, there's nothing. I, she's just like, I think she just is like, you guys don't look good in those, uh, mm-hmm. what do you call it? Midriff shirts. That they yeah, wear. yeah. 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 Uh, well, you know, she, uh, she wasn't around when we saw, you know, uh, different, uh, and draws and draws in it. English is my second language. And draws in Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> you know and, what I mean? Androgyny, uh, androgyny, the androgyny yeah. of wrestlers in the business yeah. with characters such as, uh, Rico, not Rico, Chuck and, uh, Billy and Chuck. Yeah. Uh, such as early Ric Flair. Um, I guess Adrian he was Adonis, yeah. uh, the original Rick, Rick Flair covered that up quickly though. He was like, no man, <laughs> you see me with like these 12 girls. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> don't yeah. check, don't check their IDs by the way. Yeah. Uh, Buddy Rogers yeah. back in the day. Uh, oh, uh, the barber Bruce's name, beefcake beef Remember from he, San Francisco. He, yeah. Bill from San Francisco, by the way. Uh, yeah, so you know we've seen. Our we don't share. take credit for him. Yeah, yeah. If Effie wants to say he's from San Francisco, that's fine. We're we'll take credit for him, but we're not taking credit for Brutus. Yeah, yeah. Brother and, Brutus. Uh, yeah, and then that Prince-looking guy that we had, not Prince Iakea. No, no, no. Oh, no, he he wasn't from San Francisco. No, no, we're not saying he's from San Francisco, but he was taking that, you know, androgyny. Oh, 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 oh um, the Velveteen Nightmare. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, he does suck. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so Gallus, they eventually, they uh, 
they shock everyone and win the tag title. They shock everyone except for me, because if you watched uh, the preview show this last week on the new uh, City Wrestling Radio Nights, I don't, it's not really called that. I feel like it should be called that. Um, it's, wait, wait, say that again. What's it be, what should it be called? City Wrestling Radio Nights, or like, because mm-hmm. you know how there was Baywatch and there was Baywatch Nights? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and it was totally. a totally different feel. Uh-huh, like uh-huh. David Hasselhoff for some reason has to work two jobs to make a living. So he's like a detective at night. (laughs) Part-time lifeguard, part-time private eye. Uh, Next up, we had the NXT women's title match. Roxanne Perez retained her title after defeating Gigi Dolan and JC Jane in a triple threat match. Now I will say this, uh, the women worked hard and uh, the crowd was very invested, but it was uh, a bit clunky at times and seemed a little bit uh, like the women were working in slow motion. I, mm-hmm. You know, it was just like one, two, three, four, one, two, three, flip. And it was but, it was always when it was JC or Gigi working with Roxanne, hmm. you know? Yeah. And I, I don't, I'm not saying it's Roxanne. It just seemed like they weren't at the same pace as her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, you know, we got we, we got to give these guys a mulligan because it's developmental. They're learning. Oh, I mean, yeah, no, I get it. Um, uh, it just, yeah. I mean, you want to step it up at a major event like this. Yeah, I, I do. Yes. Uh, we've had NXT takeovers before and mm-hmm. I, I won't, I can't say it's a horrible match because like when I was watching it, it was all right. And my girlfriend was like invested in this match. She cool. was in fact like, who is that girl with the plaid on? I like her outfit. I like her. Uh, let me follow her on social media. And I was like, yeah, her name's Roxanne Perez. Go ahead and follow her. Um, so it wasn't horrible. It was just, like I said, disjointed, clunky, mm-hmm. and not. It, it happens. It happens. Yeah, yeah. Uh, eventually, Prez hit the pop rocks on Dolan. That's on the floor. And then hit one on Jane off the top rope, securing the victory and her title retention. Cool. Main event time. Braun Breaker defeated Grayson Waller in a steel cage match to retain the NXT title. Again, despite the hype of this match, uh, the crowd... Uh, never really seemed to get super into it. I never understood why this was put in a steel cage because like their last match, the ropes just broke and it was just, that's why, uh, well, they're, they're, they're so aggressive that they break rings, like have a, a, a like a ropeless match, like a blood sport match, you know? Yeah. Well, we've seen that experiment done before. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. have a, what do you call it? A fight pit match. Yeah. Remember when they had those backstage segments, which ones? When they stripped the ring and like uh, it was filled with just like the, it was like uh, Fight Club. Oh God, yeah. And Dol- yeah. Dolph Ziggler was involved a couple times. Yeah, uh, it was Shane McMahon. He did. It was like um, Raw, like Underground, Raw Underground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, they should have made that a video. That would have been a cool video game, like a fighting game called Raw Underground, where it's just like the wrestlers, but it's a fighting game. You know, they kept it at that. Yeah. And it would have made sense because then, like, you could have made guys in the game like Omos or Almos like seem ridiculously strong, and no one would have argued it because it's a fucking fictional fighting game. Yeah, and then you can have cool like alternate uniforms or you know uh, fits and um, give Dave Bautista a lamp for no reason. Yeah, and you would still be making money off it because Selena Vega would come out with a new downloadable content costume pack every freaking week. Fucking win. Uh, okay. So where was Steel it? cage match? You don't know why. Yeah. Uh, Waller, uh, eventually climbed to the top of the cage, but breaker followed him up, superplexed him. 
off the top breaker hit the spear uh pulled down his straps because you know it's serious when breaker pulls those straps down anybody uh, if you wear a singlet it, you get a point to pull down the straps when you're serious i i does it like restrict him that much to the point where he's like you know what just everyone uh, dude uh his full uncle, power his uncle kurt angle kurt henning uh, everyone if you if you wore that wrestling singlet you meant business when you took it off yeah okay so remember the time we were i think we were watching something and then i, I always noticed kurt henning was always wearing two singlets i never understood oh, wow. that okay. I, yeah I, me neither uh, yeah anyways um breaker retains the title after the match though Car carmelo hayes comes out and stared down breaker uh as the show went off the air so it looks like we're going to be getting uh carmelo hayes versus broad breaker which i do I do think will be a title change at um, uh, Stand and Deliver. I would like to say finally, but I, they they need a, a real big rock as the foundation of NXT right now. And you I, want the right rock? Now, no, a rock. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and I and I think uh, Braun is the only one that could do it right now. No, definitely. Um, it's funny too because I think when he came out, people were like, "Who the fuck is this guy?" Like, mm -hmm. what? Braun Breaker. And now, like, on. and now everyone is like wearing like neon colored shirts, like like Zubas. And the whole uh, show is based out of his. Yeah. His gimmick. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens uh, coming up this week on NXT. Uh, the fallout to that. Uh, keep tuned. Uh, me and Michael will uh, uh, cover it to some extent. Uh, you know, yeah, I'll give it a listen. See what you guys do. tell me when Dragon Lee shows up. I'll, I'll jump on board. Will do. Uh, Smackdown. Cool. So uh, the show kicked off with uh, the SmackDown Tag Team uh, number one contenders tournament finals. Uh, Ricochet and Strowman versus uh, Imperium with Gunther. The, sorry, Gunther. the ring Garaval Gunther. I know it's ridiculous. Did you see pictures? Did you see the pictures of him back in the day when he first got started? Which one? Uh, oh, like when he had blue hair. Uh, he's had blue hair. He's had green hair. Well, he it, it was a, like an evolution. He had it, it was like six pictures. One was blue. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He saw yeah. the same ones I did. Yeah, yeah, man. That guy's really come a long way. He's really mm -hmm. changed his uh, his whole body. He used to be uh, really overweight and have a smile. See, that's the thing. Is he had a smile when he was uh, overweight, and then he lost the weight. <laughs> He, he was eat. happy. He was happy eating whatever he wanted. Yeah. Now that his uh, diet is restricted, he's a little chip on his shoulder. He's just pissed off all the time. He just wants to <laughs> yeah. chop everyone. Fucking kale again. Uh, yeah. So I mean, I know. Good for him. I. Uh, that's years of progression, though. You know those oh, yeah. those yeah, pictures yeah. are probably from like early, early to mid uh, 2010s and something. Like yeah, that yeah. He had a baby face, man. He still does. Well, yeah, for his age, yeah. yeah. Uh, it was a bit surprising that Ricochet and Strowman won the tournament since uh, they weren't initially entered, but hey, there you go. Uh, the match started with uh, Strowman dominating Ludwig, Ludwig Kaiser and Giovanni Vinci, but Imperium regrouped at ringside and Guther managed to gain control for some time. However, Ricochet and Strowman fought back and won the match with a monster bomb from Strowman and a swanton bomb from Ricochet. Uh, it's going to be next week. Ricochet and Strowman will take on the Uso. Well, apparently we'll take on the Usos for the, uh, so some tag titles, either SmackDown. I think it's probably just SmackDown. My probably, guess. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, but with so much uncertainty surrounding the Usos now, um, Wade Barrett kind of went on. It was like, now this is like, 
the ideal time to go after the Usos. And I'm like, no, you don't. They're, so, they're solo Sokoa. They've made uh, precedence for this, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but Jose, what do you think uh, Ron and Rico's chances are at becoming the tag team champs? Well, there's a bloodline kink in the armor. Uh, we know that, but I, I don't see Usos losing it anytime soon. Well, maybe soon. Not to these guys. Yeah. But I, I've been wrong before. Uh, this Uso storyline is is the you know the bloodline storyline is still going strong. So if anything, Solo fills the, the role of Jay, or Jay shows up, they win the match. But you know it's going to be somewhat contentious. Maybe uh, maybe he walks in, defends the titles, and it walks right out. Yeah, yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. And they're like, "Oh, what are you? What are you? What are you doing?" So I did my part. I did my part. I'm out of here. I mean, I honestly think it's going to end up being Solo Sokoa filling the spot because, like I said, a couple of weeks ago they had uh, Sami Zayn fill in for was it Jimmy it, Uso? Yeah. It's laid out for them, yeah. So they've kind of already set it up. Uh, and then the fact that Ricochet and Strowman were this, like this whole tag team tournament thing, just ah, it seems weird to me. Like it's like they did this tournament. And they seemed like they were setting up Sheamus and uh, McIntyre to win, which I felt like would have been, okay, you know, if you weren't going to do KO and Sammy, those would have been good contenders for the tag team titles. But then all of a sudden they... Uh, Viking Warriors? They just, the whole thing? Yeah, they just left the tournament, and they were like, you know, someone hit us backstage, so we're going to just give a chance, like, we're going to give up these chances at, mm-hmm. at gold, at more money. I mean, I, I'm kayfabe but like you know what i'm saying like Mm -hmm. that's what they're supposed to be fighting for and that's what a title is and yeah you know this is giving me a big sense of let's just fill in the gaps for now until after elimination chamber it's it's taking a piece of paper and filling a hole like you said earlier Mm -hmm. uh next we have oh but like probably my favorite part of the show on well Second favorite part because <laughs> I do love the bloodline stuff. Uh, the highlights of the Rey Mysterio and uh Dom Mysterio NASCAR clash at the Coliseum. Jesus Christ, uh huh. This was fucking great, dude. So funny, dude. you had Rey Mysterio with the New Day on one end and the Judgment Day show up on the other, and it was Sans Rhea Ripley. She's not there, and then you had a couple of like NASCAR guys. I don't, I didn't write down their names. Uh, one of the commentators, one of the drivers, one of the former driver or like legends or whatever. And uh, Dom and Ray talked, you know, talk crap back and forth. And then they eventually, quote unquote, race each other, which like you never saw them actually racing. It no, just, they were riding a uh, passenger. They were riding shotgun. Yeah, yeah. Because it, it's like it, you see them get in the car and it's like, all right. And then all of a sudden you see like these like drone shots. Of the cars driving around yeah. the laps. No, dude, no, there was one shot where they show Ray inside the car, like getting gassed up. Like, yeah, yeah. Then goes to the driver and says, good job, man. What? <laughs> but, dude, I, I, I don't know. I just love this whole Dom, uh, this Dom stuff. But, like, during the segment, like I said, there was a whole, like, kind of heated exchange back and forth. Uh, Ray did win the race. So mm-hmm. good on that. And, and this is something good to do uh, when Ray is apparently injured. You know what I mean? Like he's not wrestling, but he's still competing with he's still competing. Yeah. Show him on screen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but so 
what do you he's oh and dominic also pointed out that he would have won if mommy was there yeah okay we all would win if mommy was there little road never mind but so (laughs) i think jose i think dom is showing a lot of potential nowadays especially since like he kind of separated as a tag team from his father do you mm-hmm. think this is like a result of working with Damian Priest and Finn Balor, or do you think this is just kind of where he was always going to go? No, I think, you know, he's been watching a lot of Uncle Eddie tapes. Yeah. If you notice, he's been picking up a lot of mannerisms and a lot of, you know, little hooks that uh, Eddie had. Um, I think he's learned a lot, you know, and a lot of times you need to go heel to really let that inner uh, self thrive yeah with that creativity yeah yeah so i I definitely think he's tapping into that that way and then eventually eventually everybody well not everyone but eventually this guy will turn face again and it'll be a better response as a face but i like this uh beginner heel role he's doing great yeah uh no yeah he's definitely i especially i especially like the fake gangster stuff because he oh Oh, yeah he's like he's like say because they're um Cause like, like they're in the cars when they're driving. That's for sure. Like you said, they're yeah. passenger probably. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. cause you could hear them talking on the headsets in between and like Dom saying something like, I learned how to drive after talking to a getaway driver in jail. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my God. And uh, what do you call it? Um, like, you did a hard time. Like me, he spent the night in the drunk tank and he's <laughs> acting like he did 20 years. It's great. It's great. Yeah, and I, I re- like, honestly, one of the, like what did they call that uh this show where it was like uh scare straight no no oh. uh no i do love how cody rhodes said that on raw when he was like hey dom are you trying to scare me straight like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah uh but it was like um that show where it was like three or four wrestlers and they were driving to the next town and it was just the camera in the car it's it, it, like it's just it was like a wwe network show oh okay 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 yeah yeah and uh it was just like you know it'd be like roman seth and you know Dean Ambrose. Yeah, ride along, ride along. There we go. I, I would love to see a ride along about uh, Damian Priest, Finn Balor, and Dominic Mysterio. Every oh, Ripley. Yeah, yeah, that just, would be hilarious. Just traveling from town to town and just because I do think like he is probably learning a lot from those three, and because all three are at different levels of the of the business. You have Finn Balor, who's like pretty much the aged vet at this point. I've been everywhere. Yeah. And he's got a good head on his shoulders. He's not like somebody who's like over cocky. He's not somebody who is trying to overly get himself over. He's somebody mm-hmm. who plays his part and does it well. So mm-hmm. Damien Priest, who has wrestled in Ring of Honor uh, as Punishment Martinez. And then you have uh, Rhea Ripley, who is just kind of like the younger of the three. So mm-hmm. I think it's great for him. Uh, the match between uh, Charlotte Flair and Sonya Deville. Uh, yeah. It was there, you know. Uh, I like Sonya now than as opposed to what she used to be. So like, yeah, uh, yeah, like post NXT. Yeah. Oh yeah, when she was just the the fake MMA fighter. Yeah, 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 dude. This is a hundred times better. Uh, during the match, Michael Cole did make mention of the passing of Lanny Poffo. But Jose, mm-hmm. do you have any like uh, thing you want to say about the passing of Lanny Poffo? Like any the genius, the genius, any memories of watching him on TV? I used to love watching him on TV. Uh, I used to love the Frisbees. I used to love the poetry in the back of the Frisbees and then sharing it with the crowd. I don't know what that had to do with being a genius, but I loved it. He, every day he graduated, every Saturday morning, he was dressed in his best cap and gown, an honorary PhD of the wrestling world. Um, really, really cool jobber. 
I mean, if if anybody can elevate talent, it was Mr. Poffo. I wish he was um, a little bit more pushed. Yeah, yeah, in that era, right? Uh, but you know, everybody had a role back then. Um, oh, you know, he was the era of Hogan and his brother Randy Macho Man Savage. I mean, you know how far to the top of the card even people like Rowdy Piper were never world champion. You know. Yeah, yeah, that. you're right. Yeah, I think he he went after the IC title a couple times. Um, yeah. And I mean, Poffo you know, did technically defeat Hogan on was it in eighty five, eighty nine, eighty something, eighty question mark. There you go. Um, so yeah, they, he was Hogan was feuding with Kurt Henning, and like Henning, like like destroyed the title or something like that. Mm. I think that was the title he destroyed that eventually ended up becoming the Hardcore title. Oh, and that was Night Lanny Poffo. Okay. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, uh, well, you know, he's he's definitely connected to my introduction into professional wrestling. I would say that. Yeah. Uh the match start oh so Charlotte Flair and Sonya Deville, the match started with Flair in control with a shoulder tackle and a flying crossbody, but Deville soon dominated with uh with a, a devastating hair slam and rocked Flair with a pump kick. However, Flair fought back with hard chops and uh a back suplex and a big boot and even a figure eight for the win because that's how you guys got to do it you know yeah you know charlotte recently did an interview where she said this time as a face she was gonna go all in she was gonna try the hardest she's ever tried to be a face and you can tell by that backstage interview she's trying to pull the more uh baby face attitude she's not coming off a smug not even a smidgen uh really? wait and see yeah yeah. I, uh, did I, you see the in that backstage interview? She was trying very hard not to be. She was trying, stark. yeah. She was, you know, that's that's what she, that's her words. She's I, gonna yeah, try no, yeah, so yeah. hard to be a big face. I just, uh, I mean, good on her for doing that. That's great. Um, I just, I see somebody who is labeled a queen, the queen, Charlotte Flair, and somebody who doesn't have any struggles as a character, somebody who is athletically gifted like mm -hmm. that. It's hard to cheer for them. I mean, it really is. I'm not going to sit here and say most wrestling fans are just like most wrestling fans aren't at the same. No, I can't say it. most wrestling fans are not at the same athleticism as Charlotte Flair. That is point blank. True. If I said 97%, I wouldn't be lying. Exactly. Yeah. If I was three <laughs> sorry, guys, I'm with you. I'm, I'm with you guys. I'm sorry. So it's just we I need to see her struggle somehow. I need to see her struggle and somehow like lose over, her superpowers a little bit. Yeah. Overcome adversity in some, some way or another, you know what I mean? Because right now she's just Ric Flair's daughter who is super, like I said, athletically gifted. And she just, I think, I think she definitely uh, shook off the Ric Flair's daughter stigma. She's her own person, but she's a super, I don't want to say super, super, super hero, but you know, she's like a super human. So no, yeah, yeah. You're right yeah. Yeah. You're right in that sense. Uh, next up, we're back in the uh, backstage in the Bloodlines locker room. Roman Reigns uh, is eager. He's very eager to get an update on uh, on Jay from Jimmy Uso, uh, you know, with the crucial title match approaching uh, next week, the tag team titles. Uh, Reigns expressed his frustration about Jay's unavailability, unavailability, telling Jimmy, like, man, this guy doesn't even call you. He doesn't even text. Like, he doesn't even care about you, Jimmy. Yeah. One thing to walk out. But to not call, I was hoping um, Jimmy would kind of like step up for Jay a little bit, but not like, but kind of just be like, 
I try, you know, I try, I, I, I well, he, you know, he, he's probably didn't, you know, he probably had something going on and Roman kind of did that. He did a little bit of that. Um, so, you know, Jay he just needs to chill sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. I just, uh, I, I want to see where this goes. I mean, I do like, eventually it's just going to lead to, uh, mania. Yeah. It's a mania to the Usos and KO and Sammy. So mm-hmm. it's going to be a mania surprise. Uh, next up the Viking Raiders versus the brawling brutes. Um, can I, can I just say one more time that I'm not a big fan of cosplay and wrestling in the year 2023. That's what I'm going to say. Uh, yeah. You Unless can... it's Zelina Vega. Zelina Vega get away with it all day. Well, you know, uh, did you hear apparently she's like the new like commentating team for Street Fighter or something? Yeah, I got a homie at work that put me on that, uh, while that character that she portrayed at um, at Rumble. Rumble. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she's doing like the voiceover work or the commentator work for that character and maybe others. I don't know, but I just saw that specific character. Wait, commentator work for that character. Whoa, look at, she did a backflip. Whoa, she's coming back. She was serious this time. Oh, that's like that type of thing. I thought they were going to put it like, like an actual commentary team on the like, oh, she went for the uppercut. She's really fighting hard in this game. That's kind of, yeah, that's kind of what she's doing. I only heard that specific character so i don't know if she's doing the whole game across the board well according to um uh wade barrett zelina vega will be the michael cole of street fighter oh there you go all right so that solves everything that answers yeah. all of your questions that's a fun gig that's uh i mean it probably is i'm glad nowadays it's, it probably is or it's easy work but you know just a little bit of voiceover work here say these 100 lines yeah, oh, uh, those weren't good. Let's go ahead and do it again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and again, please. And again. Oh, yeah, my bad. Do it one more time. I did something wrong with the computer. Yeah, oh, so we weren't recording over here. Sorry about that. We're going to need to do them again. Oh, how many times have you heard that? Uh-huh. <laughs> how many times have I said that? Uh, <laughs> um, so Ivar and was it Eric? Eric and Ivar uh, sure. versus... Um, uh, Butch and, Butch? and Ridge. Mm-hmm. I don't know. This, these matches are just—they're fun. They're good matches, and I'm getting—I—I love—I love Butch, and he's actually now he is Butch. He's no longer Pete Dunn. We've all accepted it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We've got all gotten past it. But I mean, come on—he's still portraying Pete Dunn, right? Oh yeah, he's still the same person. It's, it's, yeah, yeah. Dude, but it's just the name changing. Yeah, he's not like coming out like what was he like? He was like a rabid animal for a minute. Yeah, I'm glad he got rid of that fur. <laughs> that was not. Good oh, look. that that was weird. Yeah, that that was that was a little weird. Uh, eventually, uh, the Viking Raiders uh, were victorious after hitting Ragnarok on Butch. <sighs> you know that you could say that because it's mythological. It's they, Marvel doesn't own that term. They don't. They don't. Uh, after the match, uh, the uh, recently broken up over social media drew mcintyre and sheamus come down and brawled with the uh viking raiders so okay like I, they said that like wrestlemania week or rumble weekend was the last time they were going to team guess not okie dokie uh elimination chamber fatal four qualifying match saw your favorite natalia Defeat Shotzi, Shayna Baszler, <laughs> and Zalina Vega, the new voice of Street Fighter 12. Six. Six. I uh, think. 
Uh, Natalia won in seven minutes and 16 seconds. And that is very important because I'm going to quiz you on that at the end of the year. Uh, the match, the match had a, Oh, it's like, um, what was that? Uh, that one movie, see, see no evil starring Kane, March 19th, March 19th. <laughs> I think it was March 19th. I don't know. Oh my God. Uh, the, the match had a, it had a typical WWE, uh, four way format, uh, with the two wrestlers battling in two wrestlers out. This match wasn't spectacular, nor was it bad in either way though. Uh, the storyline focused primarily on Natalia seeking revenge on Baszler for breaking her nose three months ago. Natalia and Shotzi started fighting, uh, to reach Baszler with Vega pulling Shotzi out and sending her into the barricade. Italian Vega went one-on-one with Vega hitting a code red, but Baszler breaking up the pin. Baszler caught Natalia with a jumping knee, similar to the one that broke her nose a couple months ago. Hey, guys, just a little secret. Her nose was broken years ago. Years well, ago. She had to get it rebroken to fix it, right? Yes, yes. Because oh, yeah. it was like this for like months, yeah. for years, for years. My nose, to- you can probably see yeah. it, but my nose technically goes kind of like this because i fell on my face a couple years ago oh jesus anyways so uh, yeah um you can see it in the old episodes of divas okay been busted for a long time uh so baszler locked in the careful in a clutch on natalia but natalia broke free and caught vega in a sharpshooter for the win so she is going to the elimination chamber uh next we had roman in the bloodline uh they're looking for jay uh, Roman gives Solo and Jimmy the night off, tells him to go eat sushi and enjoy the night. Eventually, Roman Reigns comes out to the ring, and uh, that's when uh, he said Sami Zayn was just like everyone else that's been uh, in front of him. They all just want something from the tribal chief. And that's when Sami Zayn attacks Roman Reigns, and uh, leading to uh, Roman and the bloodline beating the shit out of Sami Zayn. Once again. So what do you think of this storyline right at this point, Jose, the bloodline storyline? Because I don't know. I thought this was going to be used to build up Sami Zayn and kind of make him look a little bit more credible, maybe give Roman a haluva kick and knocking him out. But this kind of did the opposite for me. It did. And then all this um, uh, people want everything from me or whatever he's saying. Yeah. Not a big fan of that. Um, I I still have faith that this is going somewhere. I still have faith that we're going to be, you know, we're going to be popping like crazy at the end of this. Um, Wait and see, please, please. Fingers crossed. Because I love this. I've I've loved it for a long time. So let's. it's great. It's it's just funny with wrestling storylines. You're just like eventually like, oh, this is about to end. Yeah, unless it's in W.O. But I mean, Sami Zayn is. Like those chants for Sammy on Friday Night SmackDown were, I'm going to say similar to Daniel Bryan chants a couple of years ago or, or 10 years oh, yeah. ago. Yeah. You yeah. know, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. he has to be the most over, th- I don't want to say thing, but you know, th- this is the most over thing and Sammy's the most over person Absolutely. in all of pro wrestling right now. Absolutely. All of pro wrestling. So we'll see what happens. I mean, um, I guess next Friday night, uh, but it has been confirmed that uh, Sami Zayn versus Roman Reigns, Montreal at Elimination Chamber for the Undisputed Universal title. Uh, what do you think about that? Like, I don't know. I, I just feel like we, we all know what's going to happen. Yeah. Like, and like a lot of people like say like, 
oh, in wrestling, like, oh, good storylines are supposed to make sense and they're supposed to make sense, but I don't feel like they should be super like obvious like that. Yeah, no, this is going to be run in central. It's going to be a thousand run-ins happening at this. Uh, Don't be surprised if uh, a Cody shows up and does a Uh run-in. Don't be surprised if, you know. Well, Cody will come out after. Yeah. I mean, you know, don't be surprised. That'll be kind of even, right? Uh, If you have. Cody uh, and Kevin Kevin Owens, yeah. Yeah. um, That'll kind of make the odds even. So, you know, you'll probably get that and then probably get a match on Raw. Then we'll see what happens from there. Yeah, the raw match will probably be KO, Sammy, KO, Sammy, and Cody versus Jimmy J and Solo. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing. Yeah, so, or even Roman. I mean, yeah, no, I. Uh, yeah, you're right. It could be Jimmy J and uh, and Roman versus Cody. Or if they're still doing the J thing, it could be uh, Jimmy Solo and Roman. I mean, hey, you know, Alpha and Sika could come back and join <laughs> and join. Uh, the rock and they could yeah. <laughs> uh so i mean how smackdown so uh, uh, good show uh next up another name announced for blood sport at during Ooh. wrestlemania weekend former gcw champion john moxley has been confirmed to compete at gcw josh barnett's blood sport nine this is his fifth time at the annual event moxley has competed for the promotion on uh, October 2022, uh, when he lost the GCW title to Nick Gage. Uh, this event um, will take place on March 30th at the Ukrainian uh, Cultural Center in Los Angeles, uh, California. Be streamed on Fight TV. Mox is, what is that, three and one in his record at GCW. Uh, and Bloodsport set to feature, uh, oh, so his, sorry, his victories are over Chris Dickinson, Davey Boy Smith Jr., and Biff Busick. Uh, with one loss to Josh Barnett. Um, so, I don't know. Uh, it's also has Kota Ibushi on the on the card. Oh, 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 how can you wait to say that? Feeding, featuring Speedball Mike. Well, we talked about it earlier in the week. That's why it wasn't my number one takeaway. But there's also, like, a ton. Like, it, I just pulled this up on the on a different website. Just, like, all the shows that are happening. WrestleMania weekend. Like, mm-hmm. they... They start Wednesday, March 29th, uh, Pandemonium Pro Wrestling, Santino Brothers on Thursday, Crimson Crown Wrestling, uh, which is having a multiple shows on that Thursday. Uh, one, Yeah, DDT uh, Pro goes Hollywood, New Japan uh, Pro Wrestling, Strong Style Evolved. Dude, I'm tired already. GCW for the culture, GCW, Jimmy Lloyd's Generation F, Tokyo Joshi Pro Wrestling, DDT versus GCW, uh, ROH Supercard of Honor, uh, Prestige Wrestling, uh, SmackDown Hall of Fame, Millennium Pro Wrestling, Joey Janela's Spring Break, uh, Wrestling Pro Wrestling, which if you haven't heard of Wrestling Pro Wrestling, this is called Wrestling Pro Wrestling Presents Wrestle Crow Wrestling WrestleMania. Oh, please let Russell Crowe be there. <laughs> no, not, not even a little bit. It's called WrestleMania 3, man. Uh, With G- a W? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, damn it. Uh, GCW Emo Fight, uh, New Fear City Murder Mania, uh, NXT Stand and Deliver, Effie's Big Gay Brunch, WrestleMania Saturday Night, GCW Gringo Locos, The World on Lucha 2, WrestleMania night two raw. I mean, 
that's just to name a few. So Jose, I mean, I ask you all that, but like, I mean, I know your plans aren't set for WrestleMania week and I'm pretty sure you're going to watch mania because mm-hmm. I'm going to force you to, but okay. like, like what, what, what are you like looking forward to? Like, what are like, are you going to order another show? Are you going to watch any of these other things? Are, uh, you know, I'll, I'll probably steal a couple of these shows. I'm not going to say it. Um, yeah. Check my IP address. I'll, I'll let you in on the secret. Um, Yeah. Uh, I'm looking forward to this, man. This is a great post birthday celebration. My birthday's on March 28th. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. No. Um, so, so it, it, is, what you're saying is if if the fans out there or if the person at home watching this wants to start a Kickstarter to get you to all the shows, they can go ahead and do that is what you're saying. Yeah. Or you know what? You could even go old school, put them on VHS. I'll watch them. I promise you. Yeah. Send them in a, a P.O. box. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Old school style. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So, I mean, like what, but what do you look forward to? Like when mania comes around, are you, are you cooking? Are you ordering? Do you have a special like plan for mania weekend? Cause like, honestly for me, like it really is like a whole experience. Like I'm either like night one, I'm ordering a pizza night two, I'm getting a burrito. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah different. I got to have chips and onion dip both nights. Cause that's just what I do during wrestling pay-per-views. Yeah, no, I discovered a new take on Buffalo wings. Okay. A ch- buffalo chicken dip. Ho, 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 ho. There you so, go. So, uh, you know, shred up a bunch of chicken, uh, mix it up with some blue cheese and some Franks. There you go. Yeah. Maybe some uh, cream cheese in there. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe feeling a little excited. I feel like um, we should, yeah. we need to have like a, like a, a full WrestleMania preview this year, like complete with like, like we need to hit up Renee Paquette and we got to get some ideas for like, well, maybe not for media because she works for AEW now, but like, yeah. you know, like get, get a chef on, like, what are some good, you know, site that, that I, it's a good idea. Let's, let's go. Let's do good it. Good idea, Corey. Uh, <laughs> and you know what? Like I, like I said, pizza, you know, from Tony's in San Francisco, if you don't order oh, from Tony's, cool. you, you want to go all out. Hey, slice house by Tony's. Everyone, mm-hmm. fr- everyone who's not from San Francisco has turned off this podcast at this point. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm looking forward to Mania Weekend. But it's going to be a long one because, like I said earlier, we've talked about this many times before. Earlier in the month, we're going to be at Revolution. You know that weekend. It's that like it that's stacking up that, to be yeah. a huge weekend as well. Because, like I said before, I was talking about this months ago. I said, "Whoa." What about this? What about that? Maybe we'll have a second show. Max Caster is now doing a fucking uh, show at DNA Lounge. Dude, I'm honestly considering going. Like I, like, think- I was, I was, I was turned off by the idea at first. I'm like, ah, I'm gonna go see him do one song. But you know what? I kind of, I'm kind of warming up to the idea of going back to DNA Lounge, which I haven't been to in a very long time. And, uh, you know, checking out a show, it's a rap probably, show. It's probably the best time to go there because it's going to be 98% of that crowd is going to be all wrestling fans. Yeah, the only thing that's negative, it's just all ages. Yeah. Mm. Is it? Yeah. They still serve. Uh, they still serve, though? They still serve. Uh, the, the They just give you a wristband or something like that, too. Uh-huh. You know. Well, I'm looking forward to that, like I said, because I got tickets to um, Dynamite, not Rampage, but um, West Coast Pro Wrestling that Saturday night which just announced their uh, women's title match to crown their first women's champion, Mas- mm-hmm. Masha Slamovich versus uh, Sandra Moon with the, oh, excuse me, the title presentation by one Lita. 
Mm-hmm. So that'll be cool. Yeah. Um, well, I think that about does it here for us today at City Wrestling Radio. Uh, it's, it's, sure. it's, okay. it's, it's, yeah. it, you know what? When, when I uh, had to go back and uh, record another intro afterwards, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it, it's better not to kill the show today with this new set. No, we'll save it for we'll save it for another day. Vet it out a little bit. Vet it out. Yeah. All right. Uh, I think we're gonna get out of here for City Wrestling Radio. I'm Corey Smith. Mr. Kenny Omega, Mr. Uh, Tony Khan. If you're hearing, I'm available for reviews. Shoot me that video game. Yes. Uh, whoever does the marketing over at WWE, 2K is a great franchise. I would love to review the game. Shoot it to me. You know, and I will say this. I do love the Mattel figures over the Jazzwear figures. So that's my hot take right there. Whoa. All right. All right. Whoa. Just saying, bro. All right. right, We're going to get out of here. I'm Corey Smith. I'm Jose Segura. We'll see you guys next week. Have a wonderful day. Take care and see you later. Bye. Bye. Guys, if you do like City Wrestling Radio, please take a moment to stroke our fragile egos and click the like and subscribe and even possibly the share button. We really do appreciate it. It does help out the show. And hey, the bigger we get, the more news you got coming down. So help us help you. All right. Like, share, subscribe, click it down below. Thank you.